0: One thing that everybody in the world has is a name. Everybody is given a name. The boys get names by their bris, and the girls get named by an aliyah. And the dereklau in the world, a name is not necessarily perceived as being something that's of great import. You're named whatever it is that the parent wants to name you for whatever reason... And that's it. It's not, a, it's not something to really be studied too much. It's just you are what you're named, and that's your identity, and you live with it. I think Shakespeare famously wrote, you know, what's in a name? He says, a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. It doesn't it's a ro- It happens to be called a rose. If we would be called something else, it would also smell as so sweet. The name is not so important. And that's the way the world perceives things. But we know that that's not true. There's a Gemara in Brachas on the Zayin Mabes that says, Menolam Deshma How do you know that the name that a person has plays a role in his life, plays a role in determining what will be with him in the future? And the Gemara brings a Pasuk, Amr Abel, Lazar Krah. There's a Pasuk in Tehillim, parak Memvav, L'chu chazu mif'alais Hashem, asher sam shamus pa'aretz. Go out and look at the great wonders that Hashem has performed, that he placed devastation in the land. So the Gemara says, Al-tikri shamus, El Don't read it Shamos, don't read it destruction, but rather read it shameless. The Gemara, this concept is found many, many places throughout Shas and Drashim. This concept called an Al-Tikri. My great-great-grandfather, the Witzburgerovs at Zephet Tzadik wrote a whole Sefer, we have in the Beis Medrash, called Kairi Be'emes, and the Entire Sefer goes through every single place in Shas where such al-Tikri is mentioned, and he explains what exactly that means. What does it mean, al this, all that? I mean, if it wanted to be read it the other way, it could have written, Davramel could have written shamus instead of Shamus. Why did he create, why did he write Shamus if he wanted it to be Shamus? And so basically the, the premise and the thesis of the Sefer is to show how really the the actual way that it's written in the in Tanakh and the way Chazal darshnet are really sort of one and the same, and he goes through very methodically one source after another. The mashar in this particular Gemara and Brachas explains very clearly that it doesn't make sense the Pshutish Mikra to say Al tikri Shamis that after the creates devastation. That we don't like saying about the rabbinic And that's what drove Kazal to say, don't read it, there has to be another meaning to this, and that's Shemes, which means that Akadosh Barucho does wonders in the world, and these wonders are determined by the way that he inspires a person to name the child. Whatever the child will be, is in some way shaped and formed fate-wise through the fact that he is named with a certain name, and the Gemara in many places darshan certain names and exactly you know why they were named after The Gemara there in Brachis, speaks about why her name was Rus Hamayavia, and the Gemara says that she would have David Hamelach, who was Meravel Aked Shpachu Bishiras He was. He sated Hashem with shears, So, Rus is from Alashan El- of, like, to provide, like, satisfaction to something. And there are many places that we see how the names have a direct impact on a person's life. And this is really borne out in this week's Parsha. Because we know that Avraham Avinu was married to Sarah, and they were not able to have children. And Hakarish Baruch Hu says... Say He took Avram outside and Rashi brings that Baruch who says, Say Go out of your astrology. You might have seen in your mazo that you and Sarah were not destined to have children together, but don't worry. That was only when your name is Avram and when her name is Sarai. But I'm going to change your name. From now on, your name is going to be Abraham, and her name is going to be Sarah. You're going to be an Av HaMain Gain, You're going to be the father of the multitude of nations, and she is going to be a Sarah. Sarah is from Lashon of Shrara. She's going to dominate the world. She's going to be the princess of the world. And through this new retinkering of your names, your mazel is going to change, and you're going to be able to have a Yitzchak. So we see that HaKadosh Baruch when he changes somebody's name, how that creates an entire new Shinei Hashem and Shinei Mazel. Everything comes based on a name. A name is a very, very important factor in a person's life. Now, you might say, well, it's true. When HaKadosh changes your name... When I can as she does in this week's parasha comes and says, Okay, your new name is Abraham, and her name is Sarah. So then that is going to be, you know, some major shift in, in a person's destiny. But how do I know that if some, you know, regular guy goes and names his kid Yanko, how do I know that that's going to necessarily have an effect? I mean, this guy doesn't have a Maybe if the stifler names his kid something, his child something, then you know that would have an effect. But somebody, a regular person, a regular rank and file Jew, or you know, a Jew of any stripe, whether he is regardless of this, he might not be observant at all. But when he gives his child a Bris and he names him after a grandfather, after a name that he chose in a book, how do we know that there too there is a Yad Hashem that's involved? inspiring divinely the destiny of the child on the basis of the name. So there are medrashim about this. There's a medrash tanchuma that says in Parashas Ha'azinu La'aylam mm-hmm. Yivdaik adam b'shemais L'chrei lebinai harai liyeisadu Ki lefa'amim ha'shem gayrim tay v'gayrimah A very clear medrash. A person, a human being, when he's deciding on a name of a child... You should be careful to name him in a way that he's royally aistadik. Pick a good name. When I was choosing a name for my vachar, so we were in a situation that was, I guess, enviable, in that I, we didn't have a name to give in the family, because Baruch Hashem, you know, at the time my father was alive, and my wife's grandfather was not, but he had the same name. One of his names was the same as my father, so we couldn't do that. So we were basically free to name our Bukhar any name that we wanted, and so I chose Shlomo after Shlomo who I, I was able to, you know, to be in his yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael, and he made such a, a reishim just by you know observing him, which I've, told, I've spoken about that many times here, but that's a shame, which is really a sadik you know, it should be Mekuyim in any which way for my son. To be in any way, in any form, you know, any part of Rav you know, Bezer Ampin would be a bracha that's aimless hire. But the measure says that when you're choosing a name for your child, try to pick a good name because that creates a very important impact on the child. Bein Bain Bein Bain says if a person names a child in a bad name, that would have a detrimental effect. On the child, Shaf writes like how he can't understand. There are, there are, you know, there are, there are many chilonim in Eretz unfortunately. And he says a lot. One of the most popular names. I mean, at the time when he was saying this, it was in the 1980s, I think. The most, one of the most popular names in the chiloni world is Nimrod. Nimrod says, how did you pick a name like Nimrod to name your child? Nimrod is like the worst character in Tanakh and this is the name that you're naming your, you know, I think they think of Nimrod as like, you know, like it's like a tough macho type of, you know, name like, you know, but it's Nimrod he was murdered the whole world against the revenge So, How do you name a child like that? And what do you expect from a child if you name him that? The measure says if you name a child a good name it'll be good. And if you name a child a bad name, that will be bad. The Arizal writes that the Teva Adam L'toev or Lara you can know through his name. And also, he says, through the gematria of his name. This is the Arizal speaking. A person, could, you could figure out on the base of a person's name or his gematria exactly, you know, what will be with him. His Teva. And the G'ra is quoted as saying that when a parent names a child, there's a certain Siat Dishmaya. And that person's name, the child's name, is found somewhere in... We know that every person's name is Maruma is somewhere in the Torah. Every single person. And so he says, when you're naming a child, you're granted at that moment in time, when it says, and you say the name, it's not just am a non-event. That's a major event. At that moment, whatever the child is meant to be, after the put that name in your head to determine the fate of the child. And that name is Maruma somewhere in the Torah they say about the Grah himself. And he once said that my name is Maruma' in the Torah when it says Eben Ev- Shlema. That you're supposed to use perfect weights and measurements. Evan is Eliyahu, Ben Shlema is Shleima. His father's name was Shlema Zalman. Eben Shlema, that's where the Grah's name is found in the Torah. And he says, that's my name, that's where I am is. I always said this in, in Rapam's biography. Once Rapam was saying, was speaking about this Grah, how everyone's name is Marumaz in the Thayrah, and he said that, uh, you know, that the Grah said about himself that his name is in that parish of Evan Shlemah. So there were two guys in the back of the shir that started like schmoozing with each other, like whispering something to one another. And, you know, I always <coughs> used to do that when I was a kid, and as. My Rebbe always do to me, Repam did to these, these tell me them, says, you know, you care to share with the class what you were talking about. And they said, no, 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 no it's not, not, not important. He said, no, 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 really, we want, we, the whole class wants to hear what you were talking, what, what you, what was so important that you were whispering. So finally, one of the boys said, I was just commenting to my friend how Rebbe's name, meaning Rapam, his name is Marum, is in that same Pasuk. So Rapam says, yeah, Where? Says, the pasuk says, Evan Shlema, the Hin Shlema Yelacha, Efei Shlema Yelacha. Now, Efei Tzedek. Also, another type of measurements called an Efei. There's a, there's a Hin, there's an Efei, there's a, an Evan. There are different types of weights and measurements. Efei, he says, Labram Yaakov Pam Hakayim. And it's Efei Tzedek. He was also perfect. And a Pam smiled and he got a lot of hana from that. But everybody's name, everybody's name is somehow, some way marum is in the Torah, which is crazy. I mean, what, my, my parents named me something, some male, and my name is, yeah, that's the way it works. There's a The Shemaya, says the Grah, when a person names a child, at that moment in time, he's inspired divinely to say the name that is going to be that person's identity. And that person's identity will be in the Torah somewhere. We're all in the Torah. One way or another. I saw a, a very fascinating story um, on this t- topic where um, Pesach Krohn has in one of his svarim. He has a, he has a lot of, because he's a mayo. he gets tons of these name stories. And um, so one which was really, it knocked, it knocked me over. He said there was a, a, a mice of a chassidish uh, couple in, in Williamsburg who had identical twins twin boys I guess that would be identical right? so um, so what happened is that they had to name they had to pick two names so they were going to name the oldest one after a great-grandfather which you know toss, that sounds like in the 1700s in Williamsburg that's like you know, that, you know everyone has a great-grandfather kind of because it's like you know you get married very young and you know and so it was, they probably knew their great-grandfather. And um, so they had a name picked on it. I think his name was Aaron Leib. And then the second son, they were, you know, thinking about what's a name. And then they get a call from the mother of the, the identical twins. Her mother, meaning the grandmother of the identical twins from the mother's side calls up, you know, her children and says that she wants... That the, uh, that the baby one of the babies should be named after her brother, who was just Nifter like a month ago. And his name was Chaim Yitzchak. And she says, but not only do I want you to name one of the children after my brother, but I want that the first, the first of the two identical twins should be named after my brother, because after all, he died recently, and I think it's more usher that you should give it. And they were like a little taken aback by that. They weren't so happy. Okay, it's one thing, you know, you're wanting us to give you a name, but that we have to name the first child, we want to name the first child Aaron Leib. We don't want to name the first child Chaim Yitzchak. But, you know, she was very upset, and she was very mad that this should happen, so the Kachava, they said, okay, fine, we'll do it. Anyway, on the day of the Brist, they had these two kids lined up, and the Bukhar, you know, who was supposed to be Aaron Leib, um, who, who was supposed to be Chaim Yitzchak, that's what they agreed upon, as soon as the mile said, might be Israel, or not the mile the person that got shame said, might be Israel, So he got a little flustered, the father, and he says, "Aaron Laid." And then, and then all of a sudden he thought afterwards. After they're already wrapping the baby up and moving, you know, the next baby in, that uh, you know, oh boy, did I mess up? And my mother was going to kill me, and whatever. Anyway. They, they got the next shame, and, and they, they named the second baby Chaim Yitzchak. And the mother-in-law was very upset. She thought maybe that, you know, he had done it on purpose, and he promised that he didn't. It was just completely a mistake, and, you know, I'm sorry, but it, this is just the way it turned out, and I'm sure there was some siat involved, but, you know, Azayiz, that's what happened. And eventually, I guess she got over it, but it took a long time, and she was very upset about it. Anyway, fast forward 19 years later... And now these boys are in Shidduchim. And so the oldest boy was, you know, read a Shidduch first, and he went out, and, or whatever, he went in, and, and, he, um, and, he, um, and uh, everything was set, everything, and, and they, they, were, they, they came to the L'chaim, and everything was going great. So this was, Aaron Leib was engaged, and it's this fantastic girl from a beautiful family, and then, as the, the parents were coming into the room, and the mother of the Kala was greeting her, and then she calls out to her husband, and she says, Chaim Itzik, come in and meet your Chutanim. And she says, wait a minute, what did you say that your husband's name is? She says, Chaim Itzik, Chaim Yitzchak. And all of a sudden, she understood, and they understood, how it was all Siach Dishmaya had this boy, the name Chaim Yitzchak, the Shidduch would have never happened because the Sefer Chassidim says you're not supposed to marry a girl, a, a boy who's, you know, whose wife's father is the same uh, as, as, as the Chassid. So the Shidduch never would have taken. The only reason why the Shidduch took place is because the father, 19 years later, messed up and named the Bukhar Aaron Leib instead of Chaim Yitzchak. That's why the Shidduch took place. There is such de v'shmayah, every single step of the way, with everything in life. But B'frat, when it comes to naming a child, there's an amazing dose of siyat, d'ishma'ya. whatever HaKadosh Baruch has in store for this child is invested in the name that's given to the particular infant that we're talking about. So, the first Yisai that we're learning today is that HaKadosh Baruch determines the name of a child. And Hakarish Baruch Hu determines the destiny of the child through the name, Asher some Shamus Esbaretz, he creates shamus Esbaretz. He is the one that determines what your name will be. And based on what your name is, that is going to unfold in your life, your destiny. That's one level of understanding of names. There's another Level of understanding, and it doesn't contradict it. It's just another layer, another overlay on top of that. That a name is not just a simon of what will be with you, just without any effort. But a lot of times, what a person is named has like a, almost like a subliminal motivation and a subliminal drive for the child. To be able to actualize his destiny. Knowing what my name is makes me somehow see myself, you know, what, I'm, what I should and could be naita towards. My direction in life could be very focused on the base of what my name is. If a person's able to understand their name, they could be driven in a certain direction, hopefully with time, because of that name. I always thought, like, Lamashal, like the name Ephraim, you know, which we're gonna have in, in, in Parshish was Ephraim. you know, Ephraim, the, the, the of the word Ephraim is offer. And what did Ephraim do? Ephraim's contribution in life was to sell a little piece of offer, a real piece of real estate, Avram Avinu. That was his pathless in life, and that was borne out by his name. His name, perhaps, said to him, you know, my destiny is to sell Avraham Avinu this piece of offer. The Geyim came up with a term for this. this is, there's been studies done, and we'll get to it later, but fascinating things that I looked up this week. Guyem called this nominative, which is a fancy word of saying a name, nominative determinism. That my name determines what I will be. I found... I found a, a, there's a safer called Beis Medrash HaChadish. honestly I don't know, you know, the nature of this safer. I found it on hebrewbooks.org, but it's a um, it's a safer which it might be like I, I don't know. It, I, the nature of the safer I really don't know. It's, it seems to be like a scholarly type of journal. I don't know if it's from scholarly. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a scholar, I, I have no idea. But there there are fascinating Miriam Kaimis that I found that basically, I was, when, I, when you learn Daphyayim and you see like a lot of these Gemara, sometimes all of a sudden like things stick in your head. This person did a whole study of, of all of the, of, of many, many Chazalim, which just strikes you as being funny because the Baal the, HaMemra, the person who said the, the, you know, this Vart, was, when he was saying the Vart, the Vart is like, Tied somehow to his name. I'll give you just a few mshalim. He says, Shal Mashiach." What's the name of Mashiach Sagemara in Sanhedrin? Dvei Reb Amru Shilai Shemay. In the house of in the in the yeshiva of Shilai, they said the name of Mashiach is going to be Shilai. Is that just a coincidence? Or is the fact that his name was Sheila, did that determine in his mind that the basic, that the name of the is going to be Shilai? Okay. Rabbi Shmaal this is a Yalkut. Rabbi Shmuel says, Shaloshmuchuma yes. is going to make three major military moves in the in the end of days. Who is the member of Yeshmael? Rabbi Lazar Aymer Hammer Allah, Maridina Migdullah Shanema by Yaimah Allah he brings a rifle right of Pasakaban Al-Lazar. Amrab um, Yana, Rabyana says the Yushalmeen San Hajin. Yayna ben Ami Tainavi emisaiya. Rabyaina says that Yaina ben Amitai why was he so interested in Yaina? Because his name was Yaina. If I know that my name is Yaina Rabyaina, so I'm going to have a some sort of a, of a of a relationship with the name yaina and i'm going to understand that you know some of my destiny in life is to darshan something about Yainam. and this is the khaine he brings names a whole list of these boyer of yasef ayava baisalas's muaftar of yasef darshan's apostle about yasef Amr of yirmiam Me ashper's yarm evian Amr of Chanan Al and It goes on and on. There are many, many times that you'll notice throughout Shas that the name of the Amira has a connection with the memory that the Amira is saying. Because whatever our name is determines gives us a special interest in doing certain things. There's not much like a hundred of these. It's just, and it's more than a coincidence. There's some you know, connection between a person's name and the tire that they dash and what interests them and what makes them, you know, lured magnetically towards a certain thing, that's all based on on the name that a person has. We used to have a boy in Yeshiva, and I don't know if I want him to listen to this year or not, but his name... His first name was Doctor. On my list, when I get a list every year at the beginning of the the zman, um, you know, it gives me gen- the names as they're enrolled, as it as it appears on their trans- on, on their on their official enrollment papers. So his name was Doctor. His name was uh, his name Doctor Goldstein. I Actually, just met him recently. This is like in the early years of Land. I just met him recently at a at a, um, at, at a bar mitzvah on Shabbos a couple, of months a couple of months ago. And his name was Doctor. And I said, well, what kind of name is this? It must be a mistake. Maybe they put his father's title on. And so I spoke to him. He said, no, my parents, you know, they, I, I think his father is also a doctor. Maybe his mother a nurse. And they wanted him to be a doctor. So they named him, his official name on his birth certificate is Doctor. And that was, you know, and... And like if he decides to be like a lawyer or an accountant, like that would be, you know, and sure enough, he, he, you know, he was going to be a doctor. That was what was determined for him. And he's a doctor today. He, you know, he did pre-med and he got into medical school and today he's a doctor. But it's amazing. You know, a person is able to determine his destiny by his name. Now you're going to say, well, you know, that doesn't apply to Gaish names. Gaish names, you know, that's not, maybe a Yiddish name, that's something special. But a Gaish name, a gay, gayim don't know anything. That's for sure just a simon. So the Chaim HaKadosh says in Shemais, in Parak Be'ez Pasla Gyud that when, who named Meisha Meisha Moshe? Bas Baspare. So he says that even though she Zichr, didn't know like all of the aimek of me, of the word Meisha, Meisha Abenah. The Torah says, you know, like Meisha is Meisha abenu, and the Torah gives a reason why she called him Meisha Abenah because But the Archaim says that even though she wasn't Jewish at the time, at least, but she had ruach Also, she was divinely inspired to name him that, even though she didn't understand. You know, like the Gemara says in Megillah that that sometimes you're you misnabe v'eni aniba. You don't even know what you're saying. Sometimes a person says something and, and like you're saying ruchachayidish. You didn't know that it was ruchachayidish. And so ga'im also have this ability to have a ruchachayidish when naming a child. I saw in in Sefer Derech Si'cha from Chaim Kanievsky that they somebody asked him, "Do gaish names?" Um, by a guy is is a guy is there a is that just a simon, a guyish name or or even us like our English names is there any you know importance to that that's nothing you know vikarishma yisrael that's a name but if our English names are you know Steve or or Mark or whatever you know that has no importance or kama or, guy you know if there's a you know if a, it's a you know a guy that we know, our next-door neighbor, if his name is, is you know, is, is uh, whatever, you know, that's, that, that's just who cares. Like, that's, there's no determ- that doesn't determine anything. It's a guyish name. His parents name them. Who cares? Not, there's no rough there's no Gaydish there. And there's no importance to the name. So, Chaim Kanievsky, it's amazing. He says there's a Taisefta in Gittin. And the Taisefta says, Ger Shashina Shemai Kishema Akam Kasher. Meaning, if let's say there was a a, a person decides to megayer, his name when he was a guy was um, Joe, okay, and now he's megayer, and now his name is uh, you know now his name is Yaakov, okay. But then on the get, then he gets married, he gets divorced, and on the get, instead of writing Yaakov, they write Joe, or Tony. So is that a kosher get or not? So the Tasepta says. That if you write his guyish name, it's kosher. And this tasefta is brought in at taisus and getting the afam And what we see is that even the name of a guy is also considered to be a name. A name of a guy. When a guy names a child Tony, that name is a real name. There is also a destiny of, of a guyish child. There's also more than just amesim, and there is an importance to that name. And this name has a certain impact on his life. I found an article, whatever the article is about, but it basically, it discusses how people have done studies about this that we have spoke about before, this, this, um, this nominative determinism, how a name determines what you will be in life. It's fascinating. It says like this. They found that girls... With perceived feminine names like Isabella or Kayla, are likely to pursue math or science. Are, I'm sorry, are less likely to pursue math or science than those named Taylor or Madison. And that pupils with perceived lower status names get worse grades than others from the same background, but with pascher names. So, if a person has like a pascher name. Your name is Henry William the so you're going to do a lot better in school than if your name is Vinny. You know, because, you know, it's a much more chashev a name. If your name is Vinny, so you're, you're going to get grades like a Vinny. <laughs> but if your name is, you know, khashiv, then that's chashev. If your name is, a, if you have a feminine type of girly name, you're not going to opt to take like these very you know, science and, 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 and uh, uh, math because, you know, it doesn't pass for me. I have to take poetry and, you know, in English literature or whatever because I have a feminine name. But if I have a very, you know, very starker name, like Madison or whatever, like that's something that, okay, now I could, I could compete against the men. It says, research has pointed to a clear, though probably subconscious, tendency for people to prefer things that resemble themselves, including the letters of their names. He says, Denise's are more likely to become dentists Then dermatologists. While Lawrence's are overrepresented among lawyers and Raymond's among radiologists. So it means the name, the, the way your name starts even, has such a meritic impact on you, it determines what you want to do in life. If my name is Lawrence, I'm going to be Larry the lawyer because, you know, it sounds the same. If I'm Dennis, I'm going to be a dentist because that, you know, in my mind, Dennis is Khashiv, Dentist must be Khashiv. This is crazy. Students pursuing MBA degrees whose names begin with a C or a D have lower averages than those whose names begin with an A or B. And one study even suggested that people whose names spell out negative words like P-I-G were more likely to die prematurely, while those with positive initials like V-I-P live longer. It seems crazy, but this is exactly what we're saying. A person, when you're naming a child, a child's name has a definite, it might be subconscious, or what we call, what they call subconscious, we call siyat lishmayah, but there is a certain, there's a certain Ruach that when a parent names a child, he's basically creating a template for that child that is Latoy arach. That is successful or not successful, and all of that is given to us with a certain sense of siat Dishmaya. And there's one last thing that I think has to be factored in when we're talking about this issue of names, and this is going back to my great great grandfather Sefer on that piece about altikriy shamus ala He brings a Gemara in Yuma, and that pegim l'madez. The Gemara says in Yuma that Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda were going on the road. They were taking a trip together. Rav Meir was somebody, says the Gemara, that was mediac b'shemus. He was very midi- He was very into this, this, this nomenclature. This was like his thing. Rav Meir was very machbed. When a, person's, when a person tells you his name, he like studies that name and sees like the nature of the person based on the name. And... Rabbi Yehuda wasn't so into that. So when they got to a certain inn, they went over to the innkeeper and they asked the innkeeper, What's your name? I guess, you know, the innkeeper probably had one of those tags, so they didn't have to ask him. And they said, and it says on the tag, you know, under the word, under Hilton, it says, you know, his name was Kidar. Chof Yud Dalad Bab Reish. So as soon as Rab Meir saw the word Kidar, he got nervous. And Rav turns to Reb Yehuda and whispers, this guy's a Rasha. He says, how do you know he's a Rasha? What's wrong? He seems like a very nice guy. He says, no, no, no. He's a Rasha. He says, how do you know? He says, because his word is like the Pesach in Hazino, Kidar Tapuk This is a, a world that's, uh, you know, that's turned over, that's like a topsy-turvy type of world. And so Kidar is like a Pesach that's speaking in a negative Terminology about things, and so his name is Kidar. That sounds like Kidar Tapu And Rebezi is like, that's ridiculous. and he says, fine, don't believe me. So when it came to checking in, this is before they had safes in the room, I guess. So, you know, you entrusted your innkeeper to watch your your valuables for you. Sir Yehuda gave him his wallet, and Rebezi says, no, no, thank you very much, I'll hold on to it myself. So when it came to checkout time, Ribuda went to the, this kidar and says, can I please have my, my wallet back? He says, you never gave me a wallet. And he says, sure I gave you a wallet. Don't you remember the other? Says, no, I have no, no recollection. And Rebhuda says, see, I told you so. I knew from the name kidar that this guy was up to no good. And then Rebhuda says, there's a whole masdaman mademara, you know, well, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you you know, tell me that you weren't giving your wallet in, why did you let me do it? He says, I, I, I don't know for a fact, but I, you know, I, I was, Lamech by like I was, I was cheshush for it, but I didn't, you know, I didn't know for a fact. And, so, first of all, Aga, before I get to what my great-grandfather says, Rav Ruderman once gave a, a, a famous speech, and it's in great Jewish speeches, but, um, he, he said about, he was speaking about the way you have to go against the tide of, of, of the world, and you have to swim against the tide and be strong, and you know, despite what, what's going on around you. And he says that the reason why, you know, this word kidar set off alarms to Remeir, what's so bad, kidar tapuches like it's not such a bad thing, you know, whatever that pasuk means, it, it, it means like a dar, or because of the dar, So Rav says, you know what was so ominous about that name Kedar? He says, if a person has a name Kedar, which is which really is understood to be Kedar, that means that you're the type of person that acts like in lockstep with the dar. You're going with the tide of the generation. Whatever the generation is doing, I'm doing. However, the generation and whatever they're listening to, I'm listening to. Whatever they're watching, I'm watching. Whatever they're dressing as, I'm dressing as. A person like that that does not have the moral backbone to go against the things around him, Ramea right away knew it was up to no good. Kidar, you're acting like, a, like, a, like the people of the generation. You're just going with the flow of the way the zeitgeist of the times are. That's very bad. Ramea knew right away that that was a bad thing. But the Wurtzberger Rav says a different shot. He says that Rav knew to stay away from Kedar because if a parent names a child such a name, so what does it say about the the parent? And the mela, what does it say about the upbringing of this child? If a parent names a child Kedar, just like Rav Shach said about parents who name their child Nimre, why are you picking such a name? Kidar has a negative connotation. Kidar means Kidar Tapukhina that you're it's like a very flip-flop type of generation. It's a type of you're you're basically raising your child with the hashkafa that everything is able to be changed and turned over and and you know nothing is real. Everything is just very, very waffly. And he says that is why Ramayor knew. That this is somebody not to be trusted, not because of the reasons that we said before, that you know, that the name is determined by Hashem, and the name helps drive a person's destiny by me knowing what my name is. But also there's another factor that if a child is named a certain name, then you have to be khaichish that why the parents name him this. And if the parents named him this, then the parents probably raised him in a certain way. The Witzbergav is careful to note that that doesn't mean that if we were, you know, if we did go through life with a certain name and we were raised even by certain parents that weren't, you know, perfection themselves, we could still go against that. Doesn't mean that, you know, we're doomed and we're destined to to be failures or to be Rishon because maybe our parents were, because our parents named us not such a desirable name, but it's harder. The... Default is that if your parents named you a certain name, then that speaks a lot towards the nature of the child, and that says the Witzburghrab is why uh, Rav Meir was Cheshit for this, for this, uh, for this kidur. So, this is just basically, a, you know, an overview that I wanted to share with you about the importance of a person's name. And, you know, the Muslim Haskell to take from it is a little bit more vague than, I guess, a normal normal schmooze would be. But first of all, it's important, I guess, when we're parents and we're deciding on, a, on what to name our child to try to really, you know, put a lot of good kavanis into the name. Like the Arizal said, a lot of the ways of determining what the child will be is based on the name and the gematria of the name. And... If we have to name after a relative, then you know, hopefully we'll pick a good relative to name the child after. And you know, has a chuba about you know who you can name a child after. And if the parent, if that the person, let's say, a person has a grandfather, and they weren't from, or they died prematurely, there's a whole yamshol shleima about this topic about you know if you're allowed to, if you shouldn't, if it's better, if a child. If, a par- if somebody died prematurely, which Srivastava Kamenetsky says is, is before the age of 60, if you sh- it's better maybe to add a name. There's a lot of different technicalities involved with this. But a person has to try to really have good kabanas when he names his child, uh, whatever he's naming him or her, because there is a lot that goes in to the destiny of the child um, through a name. And another, another thing I think that's very, very important is for ourselves to never be mechana, a person with a different shame. If we see that a name really has such an impact on a person, so there, we know that there's a, one of the terrible things, there's a Gemara in McGill that says that, one of the Amayram says, the reason why I was zeichet harich Hasyam is that I never called my friend bechani chasaych. I never called them by a slang name. Like generally, when we speak about a keynote, it's not necessarily like a, you know calling somebody Kobe instead of Yaakov. I don't know if that's what we're talking about. We're talking about you know a slang which has like a derogatory type of connotation. Because a lot of times, you know, we call people, and it's not our fault. We didn't make up. But you know, everyone calls this kid you know whatever it is, and it doesn't have a nice ring to it. But, you know, he might even accept it. Like, that's what people call me. in some of Mela, you know, it became sort of Hutter. But it's not really appropriate. And when you name a person, when you call somebody by a derogatory slang nickname, what it does is it has an impact on that person. When you're naming a person, you know, something, just like a parent by naming a child something has, that has an impact on the person. When we name, when we're Kairi shame onto our friends... And we say it, we call them by a by a name which maybe isn't appreciated. It's a very bad thing. It creates a very bad like sort of energy around that person. People automatically now will associate him with a certain maybe negative thing. And so it's very important for us to name when, when we're when we're being Kairi shame onto others, to be curry shame in a in a good way. It's also probably important, you know, to learn from this that you know, our Hebrew names are very, very chashuv, And it's not to say that if a person goes by their English name that that's the worst thing in the world. I mean, in, in Europe, people, you didn't had you know, they, they had a Jewish name, they had a Gaish name, and, and by Yekis there was, you know, it was known. Like, you know, even in, in Breuer's, I don't know, this generation they became much more yeshivish. But in the old, my cousins are all, you know, Mark and Michael and Philip, and like that's, that's the way... You know, that's the way Yekis always named. There was a a Jewish name, and there was a Gaish name, and the Gaish name was, you know, used probably more than the Jewish name. That was just, you know, but if a person, you know, if all things being equal and a person has a choice between, you know, calling himself by an English name or by his real Jewish name, and it doesn't really, you know, there's probably a, a, not there probably, there is a preference probably to do so. If you have the right this, meaning if it's for the right reasons, and it's not gonna, you know, get your parents crazy, and it's not gonna, you know, you're not gonna, you know, being, you know, doing something which is rocking the boat too much, it's probably, all things being equal, it's probably better to go by your Jewish name and by appreciating, you know, your your destiny and your and your um, your through the shame that you were given by your bris and. And one other thing, in general, when we call people, you know, not just names, but we describe them, that also has a a very, very important determination about the person's development. You know, I I once had a um, pediatrician for, for my kids who, there was, he did something that was very, that made a big ration on me. He says, like, you know, he, when he was checking my kid's ear with his, with that, whatever that thing is called, um, what's that called, way anyway? uh, What? That's, that's called. No, 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 that's for, that, with the ear thing. The ear what? Anyway? Okay. Anyway, when, whatever that thing is called, when he was looking, he says, he said to my son, he says, wow, that's the ear of a object." that, you didn't have to say that, you just said, okay, your ear looks clean. So that's the year of a tzaddik. and it made a reishim on me. Because if we if we call our children a tzaddik, and a lot of people you know do that, a lot of people a will come here. Or you know, if you call your kid a tzaddik, if you call other people a hey, masmid, come here. You know, if you call people by positive titles, and you you're able to like be carry shame on other people, your children, your family members, your Your friends and you, 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 you sort of, you know, express things in a positive way, and you look to a person, you know, by labeling them in a good way, that will determine that person. You don't know how if you tell somebody, you know, you're a It doesn't cost you anything, but that person now feels that he has like a higher calling in life. You know, what was acceptable yesterday might not be acceptable anymore because people look at me like a tzaddik. I didn't know people call, th- thought of me as that. If you call somebody, oh, you're a tzaddik, you're a masmid, you're a masmid, you're a you know you're a Tamim, you're a you know whatever it is, if your person is called by such a name, it creates a brand new awakening in the person about what my potential is. And it's something that we... Sometimes we have a big tsarist eye in. We're very stingy when it comes to giving compliments to other people. We like hearing compliment, compliments about ourselves. When it comes to, like, other people, we're very, like, for whatever reason, it doesn't, doesn't really make sense. We don't like, you know, saying, wow, you know, you're, you're doing amazing in yeshiva. You're, you know, you're the best guy in shir. Or you're, like, the nicest guy. You're the funniest guy. You're the... But when you're able to do that, when you're able to be clearly ashamed on a friend... And just, and tell them, even, you know, tell them, wow, I see an improvement in you. You're like, you know, from the time you came to Yeshiva Tote, you're like a different person, you're doing amazing. You don't know how that itself is able to shape and to alter a destiny of, of a person. All it takes is one, and the, and the opposite, of course, is true also. If a person is told, you know, that you're, you know, you're stupid... Or, you know, you have a, you have a, 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 you know, your head is like as thick as a watermelon. You know, nothing goes into your head. Or, you know, or you're, you know, you're such a loser. When you, when you hear those things, it has a reishim on you. It, It really dulls the energy that you have in life. You say, really, I'm a loser? I didn't know that. And then from now on, you're like, you know, everything you do has like that, you know, negative type of pull. And so a name is important from the onset, from the bris and from the, you know, from the Aliyah for a girl, but all that's true, but you don't have to be a parent to appreciate this shmutz. Whatever we name our children, whatever we name ourselves, whatever we name other people, we don't know what a reishim that makes. There's a shmutz that a person has when being karyashim at any stage in life. And the amazing thing is that you can literally change a person's life by the way that you carry shame. So, Amid Sashem, we should appreciate our names, we should try to understand the, the greatness that lies in every one of us and that the rabbi Shalam has, you know, injected into our parents when they named us and that will determine, hopefully, what we will be. And furthermore, the importance of naming others around us by expressing nice, good feelings towards them by entitling them with great, noble adjectives, and by being able to be a wonderful friend and somebody that's very free and open with complimenting. And Amir Tzachem, those compliments will last a person until the end of his life will determine, L'tayv, the greatness that he is destined to be.